Welcome back, audience of the Bucktooth Gremlins. Please sit in your seats. Teacher's about to start. School is in session. Take your seats. Not sit in your seats. Take your seats. Sit down in your when, seat. Teacher's yeah. in class. When you, when you sit, you take a seat. Yeah. School's in session. Today's episode is about school movies. We're going to call today School Days and Confused. School Days and Confused. I school, like it. Yeah, I like it too. Give, give people, do I have a little taste? I, yeah, well, I think I think everyone can relate to schools because we've all been through the, <laughs> you know, we've been through schools. You still are. Still are in a school. I've been in school for 42 years now. Do you have I, a homeroom? Do you take attendance? Yeah, of course. I do. You have to take attendance every period, Peter. We can all relate. No, well, you have to do homeroom to make sure kids are in in the morning still, right? No. No, they don't do that anymore? No, no. They have a homeroom, but. I, I hear Kevin with being able to relate and all these films that relate. Yeah, to yeah, these are, are relatable yep. and some believable, some not believable. Some, some good, some bad. And we, today, I think we're going to actually, after each movie, we're going to give a grade. We're going to get great. A through F scale. Yes. And so I think we'll start today with a little bit, a little bit of taste, a little bit of to, to, a little tease, little tease, a little bit, a little bit. That's where we're starting off. A little tease. I know where you're going with this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pete did not want to listen to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like the tease. <laughs> no, I love that song. Are you kidding? Uh, I've seen him live a couple times. Sean, you and I went deaf at that concert. I know. And this is my first movie. I started off right off the bat. It's with the title of the show with Dazed and Confused, 1993. Let's go. Uh, good movie. Good movie. Very good movie. Big cast in that movie. Ameri- I mean, it's almost the 90s version of American Graffiti. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. Yes. It's based in, you know, 1976, the last day of school in high school in Texas, where it starts off with a, a hazing ritual that, that seems to be acceptable by the school population, teachers, parents, administrators. That kids are going around getting smacked in the smacked ass by a paddle. But yeah. something like a car wash, like eggs, flowers thrown on girls. It's like, like the, it, whole, the whole town is okay with it. Yeah, let's, it go, let's just beat the shit out of the kids. Beat up the kids and accept it. And they, they literally are running around the, like, the town beating kids with paddles. Like, it, it, But big cast in that movie. I mean, b- biggest star from that has to be... Affleck. McConaughey. McConaughey. I'd say McConaughey. And... I, you can't, I don't know if McConaughey's bigger Affleck than Affleck. Affleck was already in a couple of films before that, wasn't he? Was that McConaughey? No, that was really Affleck's real first film. Mallrats? That was Affleck's real first film. Oh, he was O'Banion. No? No, Mallrats was after Days and Confused. Was it? Yeah. But that was McConaughey's first movie, too. It was McConaughey's first. And Wooderson was such a cool character at the time, but if you think about it, he's a little creepy. Wooderson? They're A. What, what is the uh, one thing I like about high school girls? Oh. I get older, they stay the same age. I mean, come on, he's creepy. Pete, don't, don't quit your day job as an impressionist. Please. <laughs> and try to be an impressionist. But stay in your lane. Also, out of that Cole Hauser, right? <laughs> Cole Hauser from Yellowstone. Cole Hauser? I didn't have Yeah, played Benny. Cole he was rip. Benny. Benny O'Donnell. Well, you got Nikki Cadet. You got Parker Posey. Parker Posey. Um, McConaughey. Uh, Rory sure, Cochran. Yeah, Rory. Well, Rory Cochran's been on a lot. Renee Zellweger. Renee Zellweger. Right? Yeah, Zellweger's out with social issues of the time. Zellweger's right? not in there. Yep. 
She, she must have a really yeah, bit role. Bit she role. Must have a really Joey Adams, Joey, right? Joey Lauren Adams. Adams is in that movie. There's a lot of people. Are. Jason London, Randy Pink Floyd. You gonna yep. play quarterback? No, he, there? Yeah, he ended up doing nothing. I love when the little guy Mitch is pitching, and they roll up, and the, his buddies are like one more out, and he's sweating. He's trying to get the kid out, and he strikes the kid out who knows the impending doom that's waiting in center field. Yeah, yeah. someone slow rides playing in the yeah, background. They're all <laughs> waiting for him. <laughs> I love that. I just love it. Great high school movie. Um, just. There's a lot, of, I guess, Texas football, you know, just and a great soundtrack. And growing up a little bit, you, excellent. You, you, it had a really good soundtrack. Excellent soundtrack. And you see the kid uh, leadership, right? Pink takes uh, you know, the kid under his wing. He says, "Oh, they, after they busted him, he's like, you oh, have a couple beers out with him and show him, you know." And then the the big fight at the end with the the greaser at the uh, that's Nikki Cat. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, what is he called? The fifties greaser outfit. Uh, oh, Adam Goldberg. That's another. And Goldberg, yeah, Adam Goldberg. Yep, Goldberg. Adam Goldberg. To Anthony Rapp, a lot, a lot of, of people, a lot of big stars yeah, came out right. of that movie. I just I think it's uh, from beginning to end, loved it. It's a tight movie. It's probably tight. I mean everybody likes to say that Boyhood is one of Linklater's best. Now I, I, I got to give my vote to Days and Confused. It's a great. It's a, it's a, it's a good movie. Definitely a good period piece. Real tight. Yeah, yeah. Good, real tight. He was spot on. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Great soundtrack. So if we were giving if we were uh, giving a report card grade for Days and Confused, Peter will start with you on the grade. Would you call home? A minus. A minus. Yeah, I give it an A minus. I would. I would give it a a strong A. I'm. I give it an A. Yeah. All right. So we're we're so really high on Daisy and Confused. Yeah. It's an A. We're <laughs> no pun Daisy intended. Confused. We are high on Daisy <laughs> and Confused. <laughs> All right. I'll go from the 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 loose structure of Daisy and Confused to the tight structure of a movie called Taps. Oh, oh I like Taps. 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 Nineteen eighty one. It's nice. a story of a military academy, yeah. uh, Bunker Hill Military Academy. I think George C. Scott was the the head of the academy. Yes. Winds up getting sick, and the story is basically that the academy is going to be shut down to and sold to a real estate developer. General Bache. Now yeah. One thing one thing leads to another. A kid winds up getting killed, and the, the cadets fall back into the academy and take it under their control. Well, it's not one of the kids. It's one of the town kids that gets killed. Yeah, there's some kind of like argument in the street, and, and basically the cadets wind up taking over the school in protest, and a standoff happens. I think we got uh, Tom Cruise in this, Timothy Hutton, Sean Penn, a very, very young Tom Cruise. Yeah, but really young, and it's sad. And a young it's Sean Penn. It's, 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 sad, a, it's yeah. a sad movie. It's a it's a really sad movie, and uh, it's it's definitely a. a it doesn't have of, a happy ending, that's for sure. No, no. it's you know it's another movie. That's a military school movie, but it, it's it's sad. It's up there because it shows a different. To me, it shows a different a different look on like school in general. It's not like the high school from Days and Confused. It's it's, it's a tight, very tight. Um, I don't know, just structured military academy where the kids kind of go a little nuts. Yeah, sometimes maybe the kids like that when they're so structured and you yeah, give them like... It's a bit Lord of the Flies. Yeah, the yeah, there's way. definitely some Lord of the Flies undertones in there, but it's, it's yeah. Where you Tom see Days Cruise, Young, <laughs> both, both, both like kind of cultures, right? We see Days yeah. Confused like a, a culture that breeds like torture, right? Torture right. these kids yeah, and the then military. the military yeah. tight wound, you know, and the kids. Yeah, that's why I thought it was like some natural progression from Days. Yeah. I knew like we were taps. missing somebody who was in it. I forgot. Uh, the guy from The Mandalorian, John Carlo Esposito's in that too. Is he really? Yep. And Taps? Yep, he's the guy that um, I think he gets blown up trying to fix the radiator. The he's boiler. The, oh, all right. Yep, he's in there too. Did a lot of Spike Lee movies. Uh, Taps. He, he gets burned. That's right. They have to bring him out of the school, right? Yeah, so Kevin, what would you give Taps as a rating? I would give Taps a B. I was giving rating yeah. Taps. I give it a B. I thought B for sure. Now, I'm going B plus on it just because okay. of the performances. 
The All performance, right. if that film did not have good performances from that cast, it doesn't work. I agree 100%. Yeah. It, it, could, be a, it could be a really bad movie with the wrong cast. Yep. And I'm going to go, my, my first choice is Dead Poet Society. Oh. Very serious film. Mm. It is a very serious film. Again, a Robin very de- Williams, a right? very depressing film. Yeah. yeah, one of Williams's best performances because he's so he's such a straight man. I mean, yeah, he cuts it up with the kids in the class, gets into the Robin Williams shtick, but he really is the straight man in it. And the film's very at times haunting. You're dealing with suicide at one point, um, and you really feel for Robin Williams's character that he's got to take the heat for everything that went wrong in that class. Um, well, he's a teacher though, right? He is the, the, the he is leader. the teacher, but he isn't responsible right. for what the student ultimately does. Um, again, another very sad high school movie. I mean, we're starting this on a little too somber. Well, days days is nice and up there. And yeah. I figured bring it back a little. Yeah. This brings it back to earth a little bit, but dead poet society, I, you know, I would have given Williams an, an Oscar at the time for it. I thought it's, I th- think it's a better performance than Goodwill Hunting, yeah. as good as he is in that. I'd give Dead Poets Society a B. And again, another one, you got Ethan Hawke in that film, came out of it. Uh, Josh Charles, a lot of actors came out of uh, Dead Poets Society, but you'd give it a B? B. Um, B plus. Dead I, I was going to say B plus, so I'm in the range on, yep. on that too. It's not an A, because uh, no. I think the film could use a little trimming. It's a little too long. But solid B-plus for me for Dead Poets Society. All right, so enough of the somber crap. We're going to bring it up a notch. Beautifully colored TV show. Bright colors, big hair. Let's go with some Saved by the Bell. Oh, you know. You know I'm about that, Kevin. Love me some Saved by the Bell. Bayside High School. show is trash. Saturday morning trash. Bayside High School. Mm Mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, ever, uh, <laughs> Mr. Belding, Belding, worst principal ever. No, Belding kept that. He ran a tight ship. Yeah. He dealt. He, he, he dealt with Zach yeah. Morris. Zach Morris was a tr- was like a, a bad kid. Dealt with a lot of issues. A lot of issues in that big school. There I think, no issues in that school. Lot, oh, yeah, what's issues. one of the issues? Jesse's uh, well, Jesse's yep, Jesse has pills. A, Jesse's popping pills. Popping pills. You got yeah. the. He had social issues. There's a lot. time going on in that school. Big cast. I there. think I think the Saved by the Bell is a little too old. Like Pete's a little. He was a little out of that. Like you know yeah, what I mean. A little like, bit older for that, but it, that, that. It, that remarriage, right? Death, women's rights, environmental issues. Yeah. There's a lot going on. <laughs> environmental, they, they yeah, like the, like the three episodes where they go to the beach. Yeah, that's a, that's a big yeah. environmental. Well, they issue. had the whole summer episode where they worked yeah, at the beach club. At the beach club, and uh, the girl from King of Queens was in. Leah Remini. Leah Remini. She was Zach's love interest. And Saved by the Bell hit a lot of a lot of stories for. Kids yeah, of that Dustin, time, Dustin, teenagers. Justin Diamond really had a lot of messages to send. No, him. but that, that's what that show did. That's why it resonates with so many people. Yeah, it, it did. Might, <laughs> and it wasn't it even really originally did. called Saved by the Bell. Wasn't it called Good Morning, Miss Bliss? Miss Bliss, and that was, she was played by... Um, Haley oh, Mills. Yeah, Haley Mills was, was Miss Bliss. And Zach Morris, he was a uh, mutant at one time. He could stop time. Yes. What? He could pause time, yeah. Zach Morris. Oh, why? So he can go. With, so he can break the third wall. Yep. And, yeah, and, and he, he was yep. like one of the first guys with a cell phone too. Yep, Zach Morris. That was garbage. Yes, that was not garbage. A lot of people would disagree, Pete. I <laughs> Saved by the I Bell. Think, I think in the vein of Saved by the Bell, you have to you I know, have, bring up. I have to also bring up. So I'm going to go back to back here. I know it's, it's kind of out of our normal format, but another show, same graduation year as me. Saved by the Bell, and Beverly Hills 90210. We all graduated high school in 1993. That's how old I am. Sean's favorite show. 90210. 90210, a school show. Yep. 
based on you know Beverly Hills High School. We're East, right? It was it Beverly uh, Hills East? I don't, I'm not sure. It was. I don't know if it was East, but it was definitely another one of those shows that hit those hit, social, yes. the, even on a bigger way than Saved by the Bell. Absolutely, a bigger platform. Bigger platform. And bigger audience. you know, bigger budget, and yep. they just they hit those issues that kids in high school were dealing with, and they did it in. They were rich, and they were in Beverly Hills, and everybody wants to be you know there and in that you know yep. in that world. And I think a lot of people it resonated again with a lot of teenagers. A time. lot of teenagers, and I think young adults actually watched. Beverly Hills. I would even I would say even adults watch Beverly Hills nine oh two and who produced it, Pete? Aaron Spelling. Aaron, Aaron Spelling, Spelling, who was a genius at the time. Like he he hit the nail on the head with it. Who this also show. produced, by the way, throwback to last episode, Fantasy Island. And Charles yeah. Samples, <laughs> Right. Which Pete. was a throwback to the episode. Which is why I don't know why you have an issue with not. Because the show sucked. It didn't right. suck. It didn't suck oh, it, for what it was. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I go, keep going. Yeah, it didn't suck. It did not suck. It was uh, for a long time, big, big numbers drew a large audience. Yeah, and dealt it was with for ten years, I think. It and a lot of high la- school you kids. Don't, yeah. You don't last ten years if you're a shit show. All right, so if it's ten years, how are we calling it a high school show? They were at high school. In high school. It started in high school, and it moved on. I, I you I, had the one girl in high school who looked like she should have been a teacher and not a student. Well, most well, of those actors are older. But do, do you have to admit how long did Miami Vice was on? Five. Five. Five, Five years. years. How long was on at two and zero? Ten. I mean, did it go ten years? I think I think Nine Hundred Two and was on for a long time. Let's face it; it was also on Fox too, and Fox. Yeah, that's yeah. What the shows for. And it was also a better time slot than Say by the Bell. Say by the Bell would not have worked at you know at, at no. nine o'clock on a, whatever that was you know whatever night Nine Hundred Two and was on. It wouldn't have worked. They were different shows, but they definitely hit the same vein. They did. I mean, I'm not I'm not this gigantic nine hundred two one zero fan. I yes, know I did like the show uh, at the time when I was younger, but I mean, and it and worked. Just to let the audience know, Pete was a tremendous fan of Nate from the Peach Pit. I was oh, not a yeah. fan of Nate from the Peach yep. Pit. Beverly Hills died. ten years. Joey Todd had just died recently, right? Yeah. R.I.P. Joey Todd. Beverly Hills ten years on the air. It did go big right yeah, time high school show. It was big. I mean, Luke Perry was a pretty he was, good actor. He was great in that. Show. He was great in that show. How Ian Zeering was awesome. Ian Zeering is a how joke. Long did Freaks and Geeks? Not a joke. How long did Freaks Steve and Geeks Sanders run? was a joke. He was not a joke. How long did Freaks and Geeks run? You know, it didn't make my list, and I totally forgot to put it there at the end, but Freaks and Geeks only ran one year, but it was right. a great year. I never saw I'm, it. I'm actually pissed that I left it off. I wonder, is a, out of those two shows, who do you think's had the biggest post Say by the Bell and 90210 career? Uh, Shannon Darty, maybe? Luke Perry? No. no. Luke? Shannon Darty was, was really big in um, The Witch Show. What was that? The three? Uh, it, Ian did Mario, Sharknado. How about Mario oh, Mary, Lopez? Mario Lopez. Because he's, do, Mario he's Lopez. a talk show host now. Yeah, maybe Mario Lopez. I don't know. Sharknado is pretty damn good. Or extra Mario Lopez does extra. You never saw any of those, Pete. Sharknado? No, Sharknado was a They suck. <laughs> they were very popular. I think wait, Shannon Darty had a big career. She did Charmed after that. Charmed. That was a Charmed right for a few seasons. What did Perry do? He did Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, he did some movie called Eight Seconds where he was a rodeo driver. Yeah. yeah. And uh, his last movie was um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? He's, yes. He's in Once Upon a Time yep. in Hollywood. Good, and, good call, Kev. And um, Jason Priestley really didn't do... No, much Priestley didn't that, right? do much. Tori Spelling didn't do much. Did they really need to though? Jenny Garth they, didn't do anything. Yeah, they kind of made a. They made. Yeah, their, that's why. Like you know. they, they made their bones. You like, actually they, had you know? one girl from those two shows cross. 
Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yep, she was on both shows. Yeah. Not the same character, but she was on both shows. Yeah, she, Kelly Kapowski didn't make it to 90210. All right, so what are your grades? You, okay, you, uh, you know a lot about this show for not I liking it. I watched it a bunch. I would I say from like a it. personal standpoint, I didn't like... I didn't love both the shows, but they they had their yeah. their spot in in history. Honestly, I would give Saved by the Bell a C, and I would give nine hundred two one zero an A minus. Oh, ten years, man! Ten years is that's it. I would give I would give nine hundred two one zero B plus, and I would definitely give uh, Saved by the Bell uh, a C plus. Come on, Pete. <laughs> what are you I'm not giving Saved by the Bell an F because it ran so long, so I'll give it a D plus <laughs> for Saved by the Bell. Beverly Hills 90210. No, no, but you're a little bit older than we are. Yeah, he is. People, I would, if anyone from our, you know, the, the Generation X here is listening, you know you tuned into a few episodes. I did not watch every episode of 90210, but I have to look at the, the span uh, of the show, the influence of the show at that yeah. time. It was huge when I was in high school. I, I can honestly say, towards the end, I didn't see many of those last final seasons, yeah. but for the seasons I saw, it, it was it huge. Was huge. That's probably was where I saw more of it right. towards the end. Yeah, see, I kind of stopped watching towards the end, I think. I think it was Saved by the Bell... What are you D, giving? D what are you plus giving? But I'm, I'm talking every girl. C plus. C plus and C. Wow. Oh, every girl in school during that period was watching 902. I'm talking about it. Kev, even your wife loves to say for some reason, Donna Martin graduates. Yeah, that's a Donna yeah, Martin graduates. Everybody so everyone knows that. Donna right. Martin graduates. I'm gonna go wow, Pete. Those two monsters. Yeah, you're upset about monsters. C plus? Yeah. Monsters. Nah, nah. You're the teacher, man. You can't argue yeah. with the teacher. Uh, I'm going to go from 90210 and Saved by the Bell into 1985's uh, Teen Wolf. F. Oh. What? Wow. Give <laughs> my grade already. F. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Uh, it was Michael J. Fox. It was a story about you know a kid who was average in a school, average, played on the basketball team. He finds out that his dad had... A legacy of becoming a werewolf, but not the werewolf that hunts humans and kills people. Basically, the werewolf that he gets all the superpowers and gets hairy, but he doesn't hunt down people. And he accidentally transforms in the middle of a basketball game, and this average kid becomes the most popular kid in school. It's a classic story. You know, this kid, he becomes the most popular kid, gets everything the most popular kid could want. He does the van surfing. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then, um, you know, I think he gets the girl, and then he gets way ahead of his skis. He becomes too arrogant. His father tells him, you know, he can't let this go to... And he learns that lesson in high school where it's, you know, you might not be the popular kid, but when you become that popular kid, don't become like a jerk. And don't and it teaches you that lesson. And in Teen Wolf, it's it was redone. I think it was redone. It was a, it was a series. series. It was a series. On MTV, right? Yeah. Uh, the movie there was a Teen Wolf two with Bateman, right? Yeah, it was Jason Bateman. And I don't know. Is that coming up the new Teen Wolf movie? More, uh, was I series? think it's going to Paramount Plus or something. But series was popular, I believe. It's a it's a good uh, the movie with Michael J. Fox. It was a good lesson in you know. Be good with who you are, and just because you're popular, don't become that jerk. I like that. I love that. I like that. You know, my, my thoughts on Teen Wolf was they got very lucky with Teen Wolf. They shot it before Back to the Future and held off on releasing it until after Back to the Future came out. And when it came out on August 23rd in 85, Back to the Future was number one that week. Teen Wolf was number two. Michael J. Fox had both spots. Million dollar budget, $80 million gross. Boom. Crazy. And what was yeah, it, it was riding. It was let's face it. It was riding off back. What is your problem with the movie, though? It's, the story. It's a cheap just, movie. It's what did? It's not funny. It's it's not a, a, a. It doesn't have a message to tell. It's it's garbage. So, 
so you don't think it has a message to tell as far as far as getting everything you want and losing who you are which is this that's the same story of almost every but it has a message you said it didn't have a message but it's not a message that's the message it's a stale message how about that it was also yeah. a cartoon. It was popular. Was it, really? it made a ton of money. Yeah. People like it. It was it's a ton of money because it rode off back to the future's okay, coattails. So how do you explain what it is now? How popular? Because it is. what they did was they resurrected it. Now what? Now they made it into like a like a Stranger Things horror type show, isn't it? I for don't the, know. They took Teen. Actually, um, they took Teen Wolf and turned it in for the. I'm Twilight going with Teen Wolf. I remember when I was a kid. It was in '85. Jay Fox is popular, like you said. What are you back to the future. I had a real fun time with it. I'm giving Teen Wolf a C plus. C for Kev. Big ol' F. <laughs> Fuck Teen Wolf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate it. And you love Michael J. Fox. I do. I like Michael J. Fox a lot. Met the man several years ago. I like Michael J. Fox a lot. Yeah, okay. Oh. All right, my next choice, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, I'll, I'll, okay, go ahead. I know a lot of it doesn't take place in the school. That's okay. That's fine. But it, it, a huge part of the story is a in the huge school. part of the story. Yep. It's the cool Cameron. The, the backstory is Cameron Crow went undercover as a high school student, wrote the book, which is based on a lot of characters that he saw in the, you know from in, when he was in, undercover in the school for the six months to a year, whatever he did to write the book. And this is your time period. This is it is my like time period. I was only 15. when you were in high school. This was like you were. Yeah, I was only 15 when it came out. We had to sneak in to see it. Um, and you related to the guy who took the tickets at the movie theater? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rat, Rat, Mark Ratner? Yeah. Yeah, I related to Rat because uh-huh. a year later I was working in the theaters. Um, it deals with a lot of... Did you real- start working in theaters because of that? <laughs> no, no. I was like, That would be so I was, cool. I was, like, I was, I was inspired. He did think Rat. I, I was a, Hey, he worked... He, he was assistant to the assistant manager, as Damone says. Of the, uh, uh, Damone's great. The bones are very character. The scalper. Um, Mr. Hand, I think. <laughs> I love Mr. Hand. About- <laughs> <laughs> he relates to Mr. Hand. You do Mr. relate Hand, to Mr. Yes. Hand. Um, beginning, it's another movie that had a really good breakout cast. Sean Penn. Had Penn in it. Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates. Um, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Anthony Edwards. Eric Stoltz. Jennifer Jason Leigh. Um, I'm sure I'm leaving people out. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. That's right. Um, I'm saying I'm a lot. It also dealt with a lot of sensitive topics. You dealt with teenage pregnancy. Yeah. You dealt with underage kids, you know, not sex with. I mean, when you think of it, like if, I mean, the the Stacy is like, that's, you know, um, statutory rape. What happens to her? Yeah, it is. You know, it's a really, it's a really messed up movie when you think about it. It's again, it's a product of the. It's context. context It's context. But looking at it now, uh, it's hard. Um, It's hard to judge movies. Today, where, where you know, you, I remember Judge Reinhold in the pirate outfit. Where, yeah. where, where did he work? He got fired from all. He got fired from All American Burger. American Burger. Yes, uh, which those of you in New York know uh, that there is an All American Burger. Absolutely, Massapequa, New York. Come where, visit. Where did he work? That he had to wear the pirate outfit. Uh, he worked for some fish and Captain Hooks. Yeah. Captain, Captain Hooks. Captain Hooks. <laughs> 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 yeah, just popped in my head. Captain Hook. I can't. And then remember, he's driving. I did not look that up on Wikipedia. I just popped into my head. Captain Hooks. Remember when he's driving? That's great. He's driving in the car and he sees a hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know who that hot blonde is? No. The girl from Heart. Oh, wow. Who was Cameron Crowe's either girlfriend, girlfriend or the- new wife at the time. Yeah. Um, so what are you giving it? I, for me, Fast Times Red Night, you guys are going to chew my ass out for this. It's an A+. Mm, too short of a movie. Yeah. Some scenes, I mean, I don't want to ridicule. I would give it a A-. 
Also, another film with a great soundtrack. Yeah, yes. I for the time I give it an an A, B plus A. So we're all in agreement that it's a very is. good movie. Well, very it, well, good. It's high kind of like movie. you know, I like Days and Confused better. You're right. It That's is too short. It's only eight short. It's too, I think Days and Confused is better. I'm thinking a B plus because I gave Days an A. So I don't think I can do it with me B. just because I grew up in that time. Probably Maybe the yeah, memories, probably, the memories yeah, yeah. are going to influence I'm gonna, it. I'm going to give it a B. It's a step down from Days. Yeah, I think Days for me is better than Fast Times. Okay. That's. It's not you know. It's not the same by the bell, but it's a whole different now. No, absolutely <laughs> I, not. I'm, I'm switching gears here. I'm going to an HBO show, Vice Principals. Yeah. <laughs> Which I have not seen. Oh, so you oh actually, I'm sorry. I've seen the first three episodes. Oh, my God. Finished. You have to. I mean, what? Just great writing, acting. The story is unbelievable between these two vice principals who are fighting for principal's job and just the whole two seasons. It's just the most. It's Jody Hill. And Danny, Danny McBride. at their finest with Walton Goggins, who is great in Goggins everything. Goggins is hilarious in it. He is great in everything he does. You know, I he know. is. He's to me. He's like my Gary Oldman. The play, like they're never yeah. bad in anything. That he just. It, it's just fantastic. Him, so him and McBride oh. playing. Him and McBride playing off each other. It just has that. They just click together, and they. And they're not friends anything. on the show, right? They make anything they're, they do funny. They're frenemies. Frenemies. They like, and this is the way they dress. They like, become friends. Like you like. Danny McBride's character, he's kind of the wears a sweater vest, a white and New Balance shoe, the, the, <laughs> and and then you have Goggins, who is you know Lee Russell, his name. He's dressed to the nines, like he is perfectly yeah. dressed, well manicured. He's, just it's such a he's spit and polish. Yeah, man. he is walking the walk. I am I I am a the huge gets, fan. The man gets mauled by a tiger. I, <laughs> I, like I know we don't talk about spoilers. But yes, let's let's be honest here. The show is he gets amazing. shot in the head, mauled by a tiger, yep. and survives. Survives. He's a survivor, and him and there <laughs> he is a survivor. And that that show is actually probably one of the. I laughed every episode multiple oh. times an episode while watching those shows. Every episode. Sort of like East Bandit Down. Very very well, I liked similar. It better. I, I like Best Principles better. I liked it better. I think with Danny McBride, I think. He, he, he's learning like Eastbound and Down was, and Joe they learned and like they just they just hit two for me Eastbound wasn't as good as Vice Principals but Vice Principals and Righteous Gemstones are on the same level it's yeah. it to me but Eastbound and Down first season's school. season one is a school I would school. consider Eastbound and uh, Down part of a yeah. school but Vice Principals Eastbound went too long McBride yeah. learned from that and he makes series that are just two to three seasons done and just and he tells his story hilariously but Vice Principals to me home run for a television show Okay. And it only went two seasons, oh, right? A plus. A plus. A plus for I me. Agree I've seen three, three episodes. I'm going to give it an A. I haven't finished but it yet. I but highly, I'll stay in the A range. Again, videos. audience, please. And and I, I everybody don't in it is good. Bill, yeah. Shout out to Bill Murray, Bill Murray in the first, first episode. Yeah. Every, everybody. The girl teacher, the lunch ladies, the, uh, oh, the whole cast. from the whole cast is hilarious. I mean, I've no... I. Listen, we're not making any money off of Danny McBride and Jody lady, Hill, but the lady that became she the principal, totally. she was funny. Belinda, as hell. Belinda Brown, Belinda Brown. But just please, please, audience, go watch that and give those guys the love that they deserve. There's, yeah. there, I mean, just a great show. A, I'll, a plus. I'll give it an A plus. For, like I said, I'll, I'll give it a for the three episodes. Not, not a movie, but TV show. School A plus. A plus. All right. Um. All right. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going to go with a movie that I don't know if it's good or bad. I liked it when I was a kid, saw it again, and was kind of like bored by it in a way. But I'm going to go with Real Genius. 
Uh, 85 oh, Val, Kilmer. Val Kilmer. He's a, he plays a, a genius at a tech genius school where they recruit this 15 year old kid who's also very smart to come in and work on a laser that secretly the government has optioned from the school to build. And it's Val Kilmer. It's a lot of hijinks, a lot of like, you know, they freeze the hallway with like liquid nitrogen and well, slide on it. One There's of the things lot. that they found out a lot of the pranks that they do on there are stuff that Caltech students had, I think it was Caltech had done to other students. Actual yeah. Real pranks. That they it's, I, I liked it as a kid, as an adult, I don't think it holds the water. I mean, they shoot the ray into a giant jiffy pop thing and blow a house up with popcorn at the end. There's just, there's a lot in it that looking it's a back comedy. at it, it didn't make me laugh though, as an adult. So Val Kilmer's I, very charming. And I'm putting it on there because of my memories Ooh, as a kid. And charming. I, I had some funny memories of it. And it is a, it's a comedy school movie. And Val Kilmer is funny in it. I just got the 4K of it. So I'm going to go back and revisit it. Yeah, but check my it memories out. Of it. My memories of it are fantastic. That's why it's on this list. And then I just watched a couple of scenes and I'm like, uh-oh. It might not be as great as I thought. I also remember some good songs, and he had Brian Adams' One Night Love Affair. You got... Uh, oh, they, they hook the kids' braces everybody up. Everybody wants to the world. <laughs> they hook the kids' braces up with the mic, and then they tell them yep. they're God. Like, that part's still <laughs> that funny. That part is funny. It's <laughs> funny. It's still funny. But uh, it's another funny, you know, c- comedy about, you know, a group of tech kids, tech nerds who, who make a, a laser and then get it back from the government. And yeah. that guy, William Atherton, in the 80s, always played an asshole. Yeah. Ghostbusters, yeah. Die Hard, Real yep. Genius, he always played an asshole. Yep. Yeah, he definitely did. I, I give the movie, uh, you know, a C plus. Now, you see, as I'm going to go kid, off my memory here. I'm going to give it at least a B. Yeah, as a kid, I give it a yeah. B. Right now, I'm giving it a C plus. B minus for me. B minus. All right, so C plus on Real Genius. Yeah, I, I, I was at a B. I had to bring it down a little bit. Oh, I got a, I got one, and I'm really just going to mention this because I, I think one actor in particular was so freaking funny. Can't hardly wait. <laughs> no, you don't have to explain that at all. I can't yeah. hardly wait. Overall, works. It yeah, reminds it me of does. a John Hughes movie. It does. It's yeah. a it's, it's a, a high John school Hughes movie yeah. in the nineties. Absolutely, high school yeah. graduation, and I just love Seth Green as Kenny Fisher. He's got the goggles on his head. He's like a wannabe thug with his two buddies, and like, does like it's the movie's about a high school graduation party. But this kid Mike Dexter who breaks up with his girlfriend Amanda, right? And this other kid Preston is in love with Amanda. But it's, the, sweet. it's actually it's really a sweet, sweet movie. Yeah, it's, it's a, a sweet movie. It's definitely a good but movie. Seth Green, big shout out to him. He kind of steals the movie. <laughs> so it's like. Kenny, can you sell my yearbook? He's like, no time. No, because he's just trying to, like, he's just trying to get with women that night. And in the beginning, this is what I saw as I was, ro- like, laughing out loud when they did this scene with the yearbook quotes at the end. And his yearbook quote was, uh, Picture me rolling by Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, he thinks he's a gangster. Yeah, his it's, it's activities are like JV basketball, future plans, UCLA. <laughs> Your book quote, picture me rolling. <laughs> it's The whole film has got a good cast besides Seth Green. You've got uh, Ethan Embry was in it who went on to do yep. stuff. Jennifer Love Hewitt Love just hitting up Prime. Yep. Lauren Ambrose is very good. Uh, you don't have to explain anything with Can't Hardly Wait. No, you don't. It, no, it was like, really, like you said, it was a sweet you know, movie. And, and you know... The McLovin character, several years later, kind of is kind of a, is a, a version of that. He's a, he's a combination of like the yeah. Kenny and the guy Mike, right? The kid Mike who jumps up and sings yeah. uh, Guns N' Roses. Yeah, he was almost like an homage to that in a way, a little bit. The McLovin. It was, it was a, a good movie. Jason yeah, Segel was in that, right? 
Is he in Can't Hardly Wait? Yeah, Peter. What was that? Peter? Peter Fascinelli. Yeah, he was Mike Dexter. Yeah, he, he, went, on Mike. The, he went on to the <laughs> Twilight movies. I actually like Mike. Mike Dexter's another great character. Yeah, he's, but a, but just, he's an asshole, Ian, what he does to... Uh, and the girl yells out to him, fag. <laughs> he gets all upset. And he runs <laughs> away. Because <laughs> his buddy, he's at college, right? He's trying to tell him how to like, get all the women at college. And he breaks up with a man. They can't find a girl is, that night. Isn't that where the kid spits it out? Something yelling out, the beer's gone the bad. Beer, the first time he drinks beer, yeah. yeah. The beer has gone bad. Yeah, you feel bad for him at the end when he gets... I, I just like yeah. it. It's a nice, a sweet little high school movie. Yeah, I think everybody kind of liked that. I'm going to give Can't Hardly Wait a B+. I agree, B plus. Yeah, definite B plus. All right, yeah, can't hardly wait. I think we're all, so. That's the first one we're all in agreement. All B pluses. Yeah, definitely. Right. Um, I'm gonna go for my next one. I'm bringing it to the '80s again, and I'm going with a great comedian, and it's gonna be Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield, and also Paulie was in this. I know you guys are big into Paulie. Hey, Paulie. Oh, he's great in yeah. it. Paulie is amazing yeah. in it. Paulie is. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in it. Keith Roddy Gordon. Gordon. Keith Gordon. And, you know, William Zapka. Oh, uh, that's right. Johnny, yeah, and again, yeah, being an asshole. Well. One of my favorites. That guy all always played an asshole. Yeah. He's another one. Yeah, but basically, Great it's, actor. it's Rodney Dangerfield is a very successful businessman. He makes oversized clothes for people, and he has a chain of stores that for oversized people. His kid goes to school, college, hates it. Uh, Rodney winds up getting divorced, goes to visit his kid and realizes his kid isn't doing well in school. So Rodney decides yep. he's going to join school too. <laughs> Sam Kinison's first role. Yeah. Rodney joins the school and he starts to slowly learn that partying and being a popular guy <laughs> is the best part about school. So he brings in all the people from his business, the scientists and everybody do his work for him. Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah. And he hires all these people to do all his work and he just parties like a, like an animal. And uh, is he? It turns out that his son's on the diving team, and Rodney was an entertainment diver in Atlantic City in his <laughs> yep. past in his youth, and he did on a dive, the steel pier. Yeah, he yes. did a dive called the Triple Indy, and basically it's a fun movie, and it's Rodney Dangerfield being Rodney Dangerfield, which is hilarious, and he does wind up doing a Triple Indy at the end to win the school diving tournament, and he teaches his son that college is important. And it's just, it's a fun movie. It's a, it's a good school movie. And, and again, Roddy Dagerfield is awesome in it. Co-written by Harold Ramis, too. Ramis was it really? Yeah, Ramis. I didn't know that. Yeah, Ramis did one of the rewrites. It was, it's a really good film. It's funny. There's a lot yeah, of funny, funny, funny. I like Back to School more than I like Easy Money. And I liked Easy Money a lot. I mean. Yeah. Back to School is just, it's just, it, 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 Sam, like you said, Sam Kinison. Everybody remembers that role that's still that movie. The Kinison scene is hilarious. B+. Plus. Yeah, A minus. I'm giving, it, I'm giving it an A. I liked it a lot. I, I remember it. I have fond memories of it when I was a kid, like just laughing. And the triple indie part is just hilarious. Seeing Roddy Dangerfield like warming up before he does a triple indie, it's just <laughs> so funny. And Paul, uh, Paulie, Burt Young as a thug was very funny. He's his bodyguard. Yeah, bodyguard. He's his bodyguard uh, for whatever reason. <laughs> like, like, why you need one? Thornton Mellon needs a bodyguard. Yeah, exactly. He learned a lot from Gazo. All right, so we are all in agreement on pretty much on back to school. Yeah. Um, my next one was this film came out in 70 I think 77 everybody thought this film was going to tank Star Wars no and same, no 78 this was 7 this might have been 78 Animal House oh big time movie love big it. time movie big love movie. it um National Lampoons National Lampoons, National Lampoons or, yep <laughs> Blatowski 0. <laughs> 0. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Wormer. Yep. 
I mean, really, what is there left to say about Animal House that uh, hasn't been lot. said? There's really not You've a got, lot. No. All the characters are hilarious. <laughs> we all thought... What was the one that they all thought was brain damaged? Um, the uh, guy... Uh, we all thought that whoever was brain... They got the, the, uh, not Scooter, but something that... We all thought he was... Br- the stork. stork. We all thought the stork was brain damaged. And look at what he's turned out to be. That movie's just so classic. It's, yes. And I don't know if a lot of people have seen it. It hasn't really had a resurgence... Because I don't know how well that would age. I don't know. It's aged well. I've it's like it my recently. it's like my next pick that I don't think it's there's, aged well. There's nothing woke anti woke in it. No, no, no. That, that I'm not saying woke, but I just don't know how like it holds up over time. Right. Like I don't know how if like I sometimes think about like how my sons or daughter would watch would Animal House. Would it be boring? Would, it be boring would to they them? not get the jokes? I mean, the, yeah. the scene with the horse in the office where the horse has a heart attack. Yeah, but I think that yeah. that they would probably. But think about kids today. Would they? You know, again, this is we we can't really relate to them. We don't live in their world. But I think that that wouldn't hold up over time. Belushi walking down the. Where line. I think like a movie like Dead Poets Society holds up. That would hold over up. time. It, well, it holds up now because it's message. But I don't it, know if like Animal House would. And maybe I'm wrong. I know Teen Wolf would. Absolutely. Because it is. It is holding up. Uh, Look, going based off of just a memory on Animal House alone, Otis Day and the Nights? Come on. No, I give give Animal House an A+. I give Animal House an A+. I think it's a a great, great school movie. I give Animal Animal House an A+. Funny. But it's got I don't, everything. I don't know if the the human Kevin might be right. Kids today just might be like, yeah, it's not funny. I it is tight. It. Like Daisy Confused, a, I, a, I don't think kids would. Yeah, it's a very well edited, very well shot film. I it's, would love to see that if you put that in an audience today with like, you know, this for eighteen to twenty five year olds. What, an interesting experiment to see it? like yeah. that and they run like a double feature that and Daisy the Confused to uh, see which one they preferred. I think Daisy the Confused would go. I, I do. I don't. I think that maybe the Jibbelusioners. No, because no. Uh, kids might feel more related. It's just closer in time to them. The college versus high school. I'm not and sure. You know. That'd be a pretty cool experiment. I think Adam- the Jim Belushi lunchroom scene would probably play for everyone. Yeah, because it's just freaking hilarious. What am I? Zit, right? The John Belushi. John Belushi. I'm sorry, John. I'm a zit. Get he pops the mashed potatoes. Get it? Would play, but it'd be a very interesting experiment to see how Animal House would play against something like a Dazed and Confused. To see what they and not, but for a younger generation. You know what though? The Van Wilder stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, how and you see? I, I think Van Wilder sucks. I, 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 I don't think there's think one funny scene in yeah, Van Wilder. I, I don't think it's good either. But I think maybe today kids would be more interested in that than Animal House. It's one of the funniest toilet scenes of all time. Yeah, yeah that's hilarious. It's disgusting It'd and hilarious at the same time. Though you're right, Pete. Would be so all of us A plus, A plus, Animal House, absolute. You know what time it is, people. It's time for the Tri-Labs. <laughs> and the Omega Moves. Pete's doing the robot. Pete is actually dancing right now. If you're not aware, this song is from the 1984 classic, Revenge of the Nerds. And I was mad when the song was on the soundtrack. I put the soundtrack and go, the song's not on the soundtrack. <laughs> it's not on the sound, right? No. They left it off the soundtrack. I why. But... <laughs> It was an original song, right? Written yeah. for the movie. Revenge of the Nerds could not, would not, and should not be made to. No, it no. is the most. You no. got rape. You, you have got no. rape in that movie. You have a rape, you, racism. Date rape, racism, homophobia, 
anti-jock mentality. But all that stuff is against the nerds. The the yes, they're the ones that are bullied in the they, film. Yeah. Oh, the everyone. bullying issue is time. But they also like you know you take advantage of ogre. Like you know how did that guy get into college? How did booger? Oh yeah, booger. It almost booger makes you wonder that booger smart. isn't really a nerd. He's an outcast, right? Yes, outcast. they're not necessarily yeah. right. That, that, right. Booger's an outcast. Yes, Worms are is an outcast. Booger, He's a genius kid. Almost, if you want to look at Booger, Booger's like a dirtbag. Kind of <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. Iron Maiden. Like he likes he like, metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes like being the wild man. What's the guy? Really what's the in? one who played the violin? What was his name? Poindexter. Poindexter. <laughs> well, I mean, the movie, who ended up becoming a big time TV director? The the movie is great. It's classic. It's inappropriate. It's funny. It's and it's impossible to find it's now because Disney's, to find. Disney's buried yeah. that and they've buried Porky's. And the cast, Pete. John Goodman, right? Goodman's in it. The Porky's the is old. Oh, the Anthony, John Goodman? It's early Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Yeah, Anthony Edwards. Uh, who who I, I don't remember if I said to him in Fast Times before. Uh, yeah, I think you might have left yeah. him off. So you have Goodman in it. You have Anthony Edwards. Robert Ted Carrigan, McGinley. Right, Ted McGinley. Ted McGinley. Yeah. yeah. On, you know, it was Happy Days. And he was married with children. Boat. Married with children too. That's yep. right. Love boat. I think he did some love boat stuff too. Curtis Armstrong. <laughs> yep. John Goodman. Like I said, show. Timothy Busfield went on to do thirty something, and then he became a TV director. Yeah, the, the movie is just—it's a—it's uh, uh, a hard for me to grade Revenge of the Nerds. I think the scene where they bring the pot. Ah, the, oh, the wonder joint. And the guy. The wonder joint. And, and the, one of the head of trial lives. This is some good shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to judge because it came out in the eighties when we were kids, and you know, it, it, was, it was so appro- inappropriate. I was yeah, like nine years even, old, even for like, even for a I know, kid at that I, time. Did I show you guys? It was Peter. No, no, I, didn't, I, I saw that I, at my buddy's sleepover. I was like ten. It Peter, was really—I yeah. don't know how we even got the video, but it kind of was like looking back, I'm like, oh my god, like how did I watch that at that age? Yeah, Peter had showed it to me when I was young. Yeah, now that I remember, Lamar Luttrell is actually in Top Gun, and is and. Really? Yeah, he goes, we could have had him. He's the one who's yelling at Maverick, we could have had and him. And Daniel LaRusso beats him up in Karate Kid. He's a Cobra Kai. Lamar Latrell Lutre- is a member of the Cobra Kai. I remember being young and, and watching the, and then the, college. Uh, the Is he one of the skeletons? No, he's, he gets beat by LaRusso in, I think, like the second round of the tournament. Oh, just so it's a real. But Lamar Latrell is wow. a member of the Cobra Kai. Wow! So he was he was a he was a he was a Navy fighter pilot. He's a, a karate expert and, and a, a javelin champion. And a javelin yeah. champion. That's what I was going to say. I remember when I was a kid watching the the, the Olympic scene and being like, I want to do that. But it was all debauchery. They it's, were it's so, beer. It's so were, politically incorrect. incorrect. That, I'm like, that they have to do the, like, they have yeah, to do, do that. they have to make the javelin. Uh, Scientifically attuned for Lamar's limp wrist, limp throwing style. Then Tushkiki is drinking. He's drinking. They give him a pill so he doesn't get drunk. Remember when you were a kid, you're like, "This is so cool! They're having this great Olympics," but you don't realize it's complete and utter again debauchery happening, and you're looking at it like, "This is so cool!" I don't know what I'm looking at. A few years ago, I never realized that when Gilbert is is Gilbert Robert Carradine. Who's Lewis? Which one is Gilbert? Rob Carradine's Lewis. All right. When yes. Lewis goes and, ba- and rapes that girl yeah. with a mask, yep. you know, when, well, it's, 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 it's only uh, until a couple of years ago that I go, yeah, he raped her. No, it's, it's hard to say, but he's manipulating, and he, I guess he does do that, yeah. It's, it's messed up what he does to her when you think about it. And she accepts it, though. But she doesn't know. She Ogre's, doesn't realize. Like, Ogre's face with the pie contest. Oh, Why are they, these pies are, they're, deli- they're not, they're not, they're just whipped cream in a tin. And then I he know. finally eats, he's like, oh, and, and he shows her the picture. When Booger wins the burping contest. <laughs> 
that's the, the face he makes. First, to- first time I ever saw the Who Farted shirt. <laughs> yes, that, that, that is a great that shirt. Was I want that. that was Revenge of Nerds too. Was it? Who Farted, I think, was Revenge of Nerds 2. The shirt has holes in it. That is one of the worst. When we do our worst sequels episode, that is one of the worst sequels. They went PG-13. Anthony Edwards knew it was a it was a turd, so he came back and did one scene in it. But it really is like a like, I hate to say it, you know, it's a it's a pretty raunchy movie. Yeah, I'm still I'm still going yeah. off of memories on it. We had an uncle who took me to see that as a sneak preview with that he bachelor party. He must have been terrified when he when he was watching that with you. He was laughing his ass off. But, so that and bachelor party. But I guess scene. context, right? Yeah. The world was a lot yeah, different so in 1984 different. than 2023. I, you know, for parents that. You know, are pretty conservative parents. They were pretty liberal with my movie watching. Yeah, you just watch whatever you wanted. Yeah, they didn't give me a hard time about stuff like that. I think Sorry. because it was not that it was harmless, but it wasn't like what what's out there today, and it's just so accessible today. Some of the the stuff oh, these kids of watch, texting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I think uh, Revenge for me is hard to grade. I would give it a B overall. Yeah, 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 I'm, 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 in, I'm, the the I'm in the B category yeah, now because it's still it's still. There are some laugh. scenes though that yeah. I, if I watch like the the song, if I watch the Olympics, I'll still cry laughing. Like that's one of my favorite all time movie songs, right again, there. How much of that is memory of being a kid and laughing? Would you watch the movie you know, with your sons? No. So even even you one who's over eighteen, you still wouldn't watch it with him. He can, I wouldn't sit down and watch it with my sons. If they watch you'd, it, I would be too embarrassed to watch it. With them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some things like yeah. As a, Kevin said, it's a raunchy film. Yeah, as a parent, from now his my my dad glasses on. You feel uncomfortable watching so I do. I don't know about other parents or any even if it's a, you're an uncle watching with a niece or yeah, nephew. No. There are some things that I Not feel would feel uncomfortable watching with my with my kids. Like you know yeah. you don't you don't talk to your kids the way you do with your friends. You know there's like some there's got to be a line I think sometimes and that that for me is one that whatever I mean, call me old fashioned but all right. All right. So I'm we're gonna go on bees. Bees yeah, yeah we're rolling in on there. Um, I'm gonna go uh, from nerds to Napoleon Dynamite. I'm gonna tell you right now. Pedro, can I talk about my? You have fade memories. Fade, of Napoleon fading memories of Napoleon. It's all those concussions. Napoleon Dynamite is just it's it's a great movie. Yeah, it's, it's got so Fun. many laughs in it. It's uh, so funny and well acted and strange. And it's, it's, I mean, Rex Quando, <laughs> come on, man, Uncle, Uncle Rico, I mean, the movie's just got so many good laughs in it, and it's, it's, brother, light, it's lighthearted. The brother, what was the brother's name? Oh, oh Kip. The brother? Kip. Kip. Didn't yeah, he get like a Kip. really good looking woman or something? Yeah, Kip was always online dating and nobody yeah. believed him. Napoleon's like, you know, it's just it's just such a light, fun, it's a, yeah, movie. It's a fun movie. It's harmless and it's got a lot of laughs in it. And it's great about school. He teams up with Pedro who wants to be the class president. Vote and he's for trying Pedro. to run Vote for Pedro. That is still around today. Vote for Pedro. Yeah. Vote people still know Pedro. They right. still and I think that's a movie that I think you could show kids today and they'd be into it. I Absolutely. think they would like Napoleon Dynamite. It's very harmless. Because it's harmless sh- and it shows kids today be just be you. Just be you. Just be who you are. Every character in there is a, is is themselves. Yep. And they don't try to change that's right. who they are. They just are those people. And yep. it's great. It's got a good message. And it, like I said, it's funny. And I, I agree 100%. I think everybody that watches that movie, anyone who watched that movie today would actually the, really like it. What I loved about Napoleon is the kid wore snow boots. Yeah. <laughs> there was no snow on the ground. Pedro shaved his head because he's hot. <laughs> yeah. Napoleon Dynamite isn't Jody Hill, is it? Yeah, Napoleon no, Dynamite Napoleon. was uh, Jared Hess. Yeah. Jared Hess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Jared I mean, Hatch. but yeah, I think good movie. Liked it a lot. And liked I mean, it. Eat the food, Tina. I remember the yeah. llama. Yeah. I'll never forget when Rico's like, you know, Rico's great. Like, oh, he's freaking great. breaks his arm. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's, the movie has so many. He's not a villain in it, is he? No. He's, he's, like, he's, like, he's a dick, right? Kind of. A little bit, Rico. He's a little bit of a grifter, I think. He's yeah. a bit of a bully to Nepal. I've only seen it once. That's why I said my Go memory's Go back and watch faded. it, Pete. I'm telling you, there's a, a ton yeah. of laughs in it. It's, it's just good. like, it's strange and just funny and, and and just heartfelt. It's a great film. You know, that guy yeah. looked like he was going to break out a little bit, and his career kind of fizzled. John Heater. Uncle Rico? Yeah. No, but Napoleon, because he was in then Blades of Glory with Will Farrell, and then didn't do much after that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was in. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, not much after that. So, I mean, for me, Blades of Glory, I'm looking because I, I I've seen it once. I mean, even like in Napoleon, like what Uncle Rico takes him because the grandmother gets hurt in the sand dunes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's just so it's oh, so, it's so funny. It's it's out there and hilarious. I, I I'm going off a of memory just on a memory alone. C plus. Yeah, I'm definitely giving it a B plus. B for me, solid B, possible B. Plus. But I, but I will agree to go back and rewatch. It. Yeah, yeah right, you should. You should. It. You're gonna, Pete. It has a lot in there. You're gonna, you're gonna find yourself laughing out loud. Right. No doubt. This next one, I am coming right out of the box and telling you, I, it's a shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> but. Kevin, explain to people what, what I mean when I say it's a good shitty movie. Yeah, the, the, we have a category. Oh. I think everyone probably does like a good. A bad movie that you would watch. Oh, like I look at bad, bad, shitty movies as like, oh, good, shitty movies. Yeah. Something that's on TV that you'll get up and, and watch. You know, you'll get up during commercials, come back and watch if you don't DVR. Like, 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 streets of, like we've said, Streets of Fire streets is of a fire great is a, shitty movie. Uh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse, Roadhouse is a great shitty movie. When, I don't consider Roadhouse shitty. Oh, it's it's a great shitty movie. I don't consider but it. But it is great. The dialogue is terrible. It's a great shitty movie. There's a lot of great. So this one is a great shitty movie. The principal. F- oh yeah. Oh, with Jim. Bel- uh, you you F- you've been waiting to. There throw you go, it Pete. There it is. You've been waiting F- to throw it on. <laughs> <laughs> right. The, the principal. You got Jim Belushi going around being big and fat, tough principal <laughs> in a ghetto school. Again, with the message, it, it's a ripoff of I think Kevin with one of the movies you're going to be still talking about. It's it's a total ripoff of it, but. <laughs> There's just something so inherently watchable about Jim Belushi being tender than being a tough guy. No, there's not. As a school principal. Yeah, and the movie is just so ridiculous. Like, there's a oh, gang totally running ridiculous. the school. Him and Lou Gossett then beat uh, the crap. Does he drive his motorcycle through the school? Through the school. Like, it, it's just so bad. Wow. But it's, but so, it's so bad, bad but it's so good. good. So, right, good. It's, so, if I'm going to grade it, I'd have to give it a D minus. But it's so good. And if somebody can check this out here, correct you know me is, if I'm wrong. Like, I think it's directed by the guy who did Young Guns. It's like the kid. This is the way I feel. We're looking at it from like a teaching perspective. It's the kid who writes like the really long essay, but doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're like making that miss. Like they're saying Hitler won the Battle of Gettysburg. Like shit, like stuff like that. Like yeah. it's just bad. But the kid gave it a shot. They just made the movie and threw different things yeah. in there. It, it's it's like a bad no. essay to grade. Now this there was is so going to happen. <laughs> now like this, this is going 80s. to happen. So many movies they, like this. They must have just money to blow in the eighties on some of these movies. Oh, no, because they kept making money. It's like today. Yeah, people. Because I think today the people they're losing money with these movies. bad movies. People went to the movies in yeah. the eighties. That's but what that, they did. And, and That's that was true. Still, when you were making so much original IP and you weren't just doing sequel after sequel after sequel after sequel. Yeah. Um. You know, you were using same common themes. Again, 
I'm telling you, people, it's not a good movie. Yeah, it's bad. But it's a good It's a bad good movie. It's a good shitty movie. Okay, what's your grade? D minus for me, F from Sean. D. D, okay. All right. D, but a watchable D. And... Now it's going to be our next podcast. Watchable D's. Watchable D's. That's a great idea for the. There you uh, go. I just, can't, I just came up with the right. Watch nice. Right. Yeah, right. Got to write that down. I'll go on my next one. Uh, directed by you know, on that look at this guy's career, he directed two of my favorite movies: John Avildsen, Lean on Me. He directed Rocky, Rocky, Karate yep. Kid, and Lean on Me. Lean on Me is great. Lean on Me is good. Lean, it's on, me is, it's really Lean on Me is better than it should be. Lean on me is a true. Well, it's a true story. And, and the Morgan, acting, oh. the acting makes yeah. that movie. Morgan Freeman's great in that movie. Carries it. Yeah, he's, he's, he steals every yes. scene he's in. Even with the, when he picks a chubby kid on the roof, you smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? But he was, I mean, just he, yeah, he stole that movie. Yeah, um, Benson's in the movie. Robert Guillaume, yeah, yeah, Robert Guillaume. But a, a true story about a guy who just really was dedicated to his students, and you know, wanted them to have the best, get rid of the riffraff, right, and, and get the kids who want to be there the proper education and some parents are you know as true they're going to react because i guess they thought it was a reaction on their community but joe had a he had a stance and he he stuck through with it great great movie great makes you wonder how much of it was real and yeah. how much of it, i well, mean I'm we sure all know this joe clark stories you know yeah we all knew what his reputation was you know even new york you heard about it yeah it's it is one of Avildsen's best movies, and again, it has it's better than it has every right to be. I think it, for my grade, it's an A. Tight movie, a little far. I didn't like some of the acting in it, like uh, the mom. I didn't really care for the woman from the Warriors, who was a DJ, uh, and the Warriors. She was like the man, the lead mom. That, yeah, yeah, that's her. Right? Oh, she is that her? Yeah, that's I'm a, not sure. I'm gonna go with a B. <sighs> A for the performances, B for the for the movie itself. Oh, that's okay. why I give it a combined B. Yep. Uh, a for the performances, B for the movie itself. Because yeah. Robert Guillaume is also really good in it, too. Yeah. Yes, Robert Guillaume is good in it. All right. Yep. So that's where we yeah. are on Lean On Me. I'm going to go, with, well, seriously, Lean On Me. I'm going to go to My Bodyguard, 1980. Another, it's a serious movie. Yeah, it's, My a, it's, it's actually pretty it is. With really serious subject matter. Yeah. Yes, it and is. It's, you know, it's a story about another kid who's being bullied, who then decides to, you know, befriends uh, another another Ricky, who is, you know, basically a troubled kid. His, his brother was nine years old. He accidentally shot his brother and killed his brother. And now he's trying to go through that traumatic event and, and navigate. No, he didn't right shoot there. the brother, I think. Didn't the brother shoot himself? I don't know. He's watching he the found brother. Him. He found him and everyone blamed him, yeah. right? The, yeah. the, 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 and everybody was saying he killed his brother or whatever whatever it was. Uh, but it's 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 a sad story, but it also, te- it's a story of teaching you to stand on your own two feet and teaching you that people from different, you know, aspects of life can come together and form really good friendships in high school, you know? And this was, it's definitely one of, one of on my list because it is, uh, I've forgotten about the movie for a while and then I went back and I watched some of it and it's just, it's, it's very well acted it's edited very the, the whole movie itself is tight matt dylan is great like everybody's really really well, that, yeah, solid I, I solid think, I, I think the movie was a year before the outsiders was it i think it's the year before the Outsiders. it was it's good and it deals with a serious topic of like bullying you know then matt dylan gets himself a bodyguard that moody big, that big he gets yeah, big mike kid yeah big mike, and yeah. 
it kind of it shows you and it tells you to, you know face your bullies and stand up on your own two feet and you know early joan cusack in it too yeah yeah ricky open yourself up a little to others you know matt dylan's so young in that movie oh, right yeah it's, like i said i think it's the year before the outsiders wow he was young he was moody you know you brought up a point about <laughs> doing an experiment about would kids would you watch revenge of the nerds or animal house with the kids today accept it I think a movie like My Bodyguard, they would. I agree. Yeah, I think My Bodyguard. I think you could is, show yeah. My Bodyguard. Yes, and it would play because today. that story goes through every decade. Like that's a good story about you know like outsiders and kids that feel picked on and just coming together and and, and learning about other people. It definitely hits those tones like, where I think it could go over. Like I think Fast Times doesn't hold up well. No. Either I think kids would look at that and you know they're very no, socially that's more, that's quote, quote, socially conscious today. Yeah, too much at times, too much. I think. Yeah, I, I agree, but I don't think a lot of these kids would appreciate that movie as as you did or I did. I think my body, my bodyguard teaches you. My to stand bodyguard up would for hold yourself. up over time. It, it tells, it's a story. It's a universal story that I think all kids it's, can can look at and, and identify. I know, with. I know, Pete, you laugh, but why do you think the Cobra Kai series is so popular? On Netflix, well, YouTube than Netflix. No, because it deals with some of those issues. Yeah. And the I think a lot no, of kids went like back. That. I do think kids went back and watched the Karate Kid, and and appreciated it and liked it. But there's some things I just don't think that would hold up over time. But I think my bodyguard, these kids would would like yeah. a lot. A plus. They were wearing A plus. Yeah. A plus. Yeah, it's Tight also well written. It's a well written film. Well yep. written, well directed, well acted. It, all, it hits. It hits all. It checks all the boxes. Well then, and you know, you you want kids to stick up for themselves. You know, if when that happens, right. you know, bull, you shouldn't be bullied. That's you know, bullies are bullies have no place. You know. But my next one probably checks off all the boxes too. And I and I think it's the same thing. But bullying, Kids. I'm sorry, Peter, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but Kevin just brought bullying not only physically, but, but mentally. Mentally, yeah. Ricky is mentally bullied in that film. Yes, he is. Yeah. You know, that's why it does... It, the little chipmunk face kids mentally bullied? Yeah. I, I, and I hate to say the kids these days, you know, but I do think kids today are much more accepting of people. People who have, like, disabilities. Absolutely. People who are different than Absolutely. them. In the 80s? And, yeah. But the, as a teacher today, do you see a lot of bullying going on in the schools? I, I, I think that a lot of the bullying is probably done online. Texting, yeah. Texting, yeah. The, excluding somebody from a group chat. And listen, there are, unfortunately, and I'm probably, please audience, don't take this the wrong way. I think sometimes there are life lessons, though, taught in that. But like, you learn a hard lesson sometimes, and those are the best lessons. These kids are excluding me from a group chat. Well, then F them. They're not your friends. Yeah, you don't need them. And I think kids today do find a lot of what I think is good, good in a way about the social media and the internet. It's not all great. It's not all bad though. Kids can find a home, you know, who's maybe an outlet, like a Napoleon Dynamite, you know, or something like that. They can find a place. Oh, everybody, please watch Napoleon. Yeah, please. But I'm just saying, I, hate sorry, the, I, I don't want to go into social to, commentary I here. But no, it's not. Go, it's okay. Go ahead. Um, my next film checks off all those boxes that you guys are just talking about with my bodyguard. It's The Breakfast Club. My son watched mm. Breakfast Club in English, and I think he really enjoyed it. Here's the thing. You've got four different groups in there. You've yep. got the Burnout, the Geek, the Beauty Queen, and the Outcast. Bender, fix those shoes, kid. Um, Have those shoes. Almost the same thing as the Bodyguard. It's yeah. Bring different people together, and you will find common Well, that's ground. also, I hate to say, that's that's kind of the Revenge of the Nerds at the end. But this is yeah. done in a much cleaner It's much cleaner, yeah, yeah. Breakfast Club. I mean, yeah. it's 90 minutes in a school library. Yeah. And it's sad it's it's sad at times. It's very funny at times. It 
but it feels real. It doesn't yeah. feel that film never feels fake. No, for for the ninety plus. Yeah, minutes. no, it's it's well written and and beautifully directed. Really, Kevin, you and I had talked about the Breakfast Club previously, where you had brought up that you think that the that the suspension teacher, who I don't know if he's a principal or if he's a teacher, he's probably a dean, or that you you think that he is frustrated. You think that he actually cared about kids or cares about kids and he's just frustrated by his what he's doing in his I, th- position. I, I think probably in those positions sometimes it's like you know when you go into discipline kids every day that's all you do you're right mm-hmm. and you're, you're dealing for the most part kids who are constantly you know disrupting the learning process whatever that is they're running the whole you know acting like whatever but it's the same small group of kids right and so after a while, that has to weigh on you. You know, you see that when he's, I think he looked at the wrestling kid. He's probably so disappointed with that. Bender's yeah. a kid that he probably mm-hmm. is like, I see this kid every he's day. He's used to seeing him every week. But the other four, right, are like, are you, like, are you kidding me? What the hell are you in here for, you know? And it could be like, man, I like, I mean, like, my Anthony Michael Hall, what's this character? Like, that, can't, that kind of... I forget. I'll get the same. Go ahead. You know, it's like, a, but as a, a school, working in a school, you look at that kid like, is, are you kidding me? This kid was one of the top smartest kids in the school. What's he doing here? We got a this great athlete, you know, what the hell is he doing in here? Like, what the heck are we doing in this place where we got these kids besides Bender, the rest of them yeah. shouldn't be here. The, so, guy, the guy's almost burnt out. There's a burnout. There's a very, very high burnout rate. Uh, in education. I that's And I, th- I think, I mean, I don't go off on a tangent. Why, but we're why about was school, Anthony but, Michael Hall in there? Yeah, he's didn't he? I don't really remember the film. That was he cheating? No, he wasn't cheating. Um, You know, Judd Nelson was in there. Just uh, he was always in there. Yeah, he was. That was like his home way. I remember Molly Ringwald cut school. Yep, to go shopping. Um, Ali Sheedy wasn't actually in there. Her character, (laughs) yeah, just had nothing to do. Uh, Amelia Westphez. They did the prank in the gym. Oh, that's right. Why was Anthony Michael Holman? I, I don't remember really much of the movie. I remember it pretty... Brian Johnson was Brian Johnson, yeah. I don't remember now, specifics. Now, now I'm going to look up why Brian Johnson was in, was in freaking... Pete, who directed it? John Hughes. It was a John Hughes film, yeah. And when he cries, right, they, they, they break him down. They that's him, very they, sad, They right? break him down, yeah. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a pretty but sad it's a, it's, it's, it's a good movie. What, what's your grade, Pete? What do you give it? Breakfast Club? Yeah. B+. Ooh, all right, a big A plus there. It's you know, it's not Hughes's best film. I still think Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is his best film. Uh, I'm going, but B- it's an A plus. I'm film. going B plus. Oof. Oh, here's why. Uh, Brian, um, I, I can't believe I forgot this. Attempted suicide. He had a flare gun in his locker. Oh, what's right? He was thinking about killing himself. Oh, he went to attention for the flare, and the flare gun. gun went off. Yep. Wow. Oh, that's that's. Tough. And that and that comes up and that comes up in the scene where he's crying and stuff. Um, a plus for me. B plus for me. B plus. Breakfast Club. Yeah, I get Breakfast Club B plus. It's it's an iconic film. Of, I hope there's that word. I'm a big. We gotta have a punishment for iconic. I'm a big hit Michael Hall around. fan. I think his career should have been bigger than than it was. They screwed over, and I'll give it an A. But here's my Anthony Michael Hall. He should have just been recast as Rusty in the next in European Vacation. They screwed up. He should have been Rusty through the entire series. But it did work after that. I mean, but it does, it's the continuity of the movie. He's like, it's 
two different kids every was, movie. They, they were never putting recast. Anthony Michael Hall in it. The Ed Helms was coming off the hangover, the office. They weren't going to put Anthony Michael Hall in that part. But I'm saying, who was in European vacation? Oh, you're talking about Nikki. They didn't want to come back. They went on to other things. Anthony Michael Hall was doing other. Yeah, Hughes Kev films. was talking about when he was a kid. Yeah, yeah he, and he went on to do. He was doing other Hughes films. But he should have just been like in that role continuously. They've recast that ever. ever I know it just doesn't make sense to me. I I never understood yeah, about I the agree. vacation they series. Kept the same kids. Yeah. All right. So Breakfast Club. All, right, all around. My final one, uh, which I'll say, and then I'll tell you a quick little story. Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> Love it. Huge Whoa. Arnold fan. One of my all-time you're, favorites. You're reaching a little bit here with this as a school movie. The first huh? 45 minutes, it's not even in the school. But the, uh, it's called Kindergarten Cop. He has to fake being a teacher, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not the Tuma. It's not the Tuba. It's called Kindergarten. <laughs> not outside Kindergarten Cop. He, it's called yeah. Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, he okay. makes believe he's a teacher. <laughs> he's trying to be. He does become a teacher. Undercover. He yeah. becomes a teacher, man. He so, learns a trade real quick. So why are you picking Kindergarten Cop? I just think it, it's, I mean, no, no movies really have ever been done about really elementary schools. And you got this giant hulk of a guy trying to, you know, Working with little kids, it's just so funny. I mean, it's got so many great lines in it. The kids are just cute as hell working Ivan with this, Yeah, working with this giant who the first day and he passes out on the like. All right, he comes in the hotel and he so passes old, out and he's old, on the bed because the, the partner gets sick. She was supposed to be the cop and the, the teacher, and he goes in. He does the role, does his job as a cop, and he's he's a you know Kimball man, right? Isn't there a shootout in the elementary school at the end of that? With, um, Don't they attack the with, elementary school or something when he's there? With, with the Buddy Ravel. From Buddy Ravel is the villain. <laughs> yes, he's the, he's the villain. And then they, the little boy goes run, running away, right? Um, it's the last scene. Is it a shootout? Is it a shootout? Don't they, doesn't the they go mother, to the school to get the kid? The mother, right? Doesn't the grandmother get... She, bring, she brings out the gun in remember. the school? Yeah, it's yeah. in the school. Yeah. I don't remember. A right. dangerous theme there now. Yeah. yeah. Kindergarten <laughs> Cop was a really good movie. And it's got just... Remember Schwarzenegger with the... Yeah, we picks up the fat kid and just starts shaking him. Did you did you eat all these lunches? Did you eat all these lunches? Stop it! <laughs> and the kid just like spit uh, the food out. It's just a good movie. It's good. It's like it's go, it's got every. It's got a lot in it. You know, it's action. It's comedy. It's you, just you lighthearted know, he, humor. He did three movies with Reitman. You know, he he did Junior. He did Twins, and he did Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop is the best. Yeah, movie. I think that's the best of those twins. Three. Is pretty funny sometimes. I love you know Kindergarten Cop. The twins is it lose its steam in the second half. Yes. Once they hook up with Kelly Preston, yep. and it starts girl, going downhill. Yeah, it starts to go downhill. Yep. So that that's my problem. I like I, the Kindergarten Cop for me. So I give Kindergarten Cop a solid B. I'm going C. Oh boy! I'll go in the middle. B minus. All right. All right, I'll go yeah. right in the middle on it. Right. B minus okay. because it did, the film did make me laugh. Yeah, it was some great, good, good scenes. Yeah, Memorable school movie, no, Definitely. but the movie did make me laugh. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give a shout out that I was deciding on what I wanted to do last, but uh, it's not gonna be Billy Madison. But I want to give a shout out. Yeah, to Billy I got a shout out Billy Madison. Great movie. After. Sandler, hilarious. You it's know, a school movie. Quick grade. Quick grade. Off top of your head. Quick grade. Billy quick, Madison. Billy Madison. B. B. B plus. All right. And there's one more shout out we got to do. Okay. What is it? American Pie. Oh, American yeah. Pie. Uh, quick yeah. grade, B minus. B. 
I'm with you, B minus. Yeah. I'm, I'm changing mine to a B minus. You no, know you're not seeing your face, to. seeing your face when you said that made me be like, yeah, you know what? He's right. Stiffler was still the best part of the movie. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go with my last one, and that's going to be Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, boom. Oh, Let's, that's a Peter classic. Yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off is a great school movie. It's basically based on Ferris Bueller playing hooky, trying to get his girlfriend and his best friend to go to Chicago and have a good time. And the principal who is going to stop him, because Ferris Bueller is the coolest kid in the school. Everybody loves Ferris. You know, mm-hmm. he can do no wrong, and it drives his sister completely mad. And his sister, She's great, by the way. She is hell-bent on getting him busted. And at the end of the film, she's the one that saves his butt. Ferris gets caught. Ferris gets caught at the end of the film. Well, she saves his butt because Charlie Sheen tells her. She but think about that. Like, this whole thing, and you're rooting for Ferris, and that whole end scene, which is great. The music is great. The scene of him running, getting back home, the, the <laughs> editing, <laughs> the pacing. <laughs> it's awesome. The movie itself is, is, is great like that with the editing. But then the, his sister saves his butt. Yes, she does. Ferris gets caught. The principal has him dead to rights. And she saved Ed Rooney was gonna was gonna get his man. Yep, and, yeah, I it, got you, Ferris. <laughs> it's you know Bueller, Bueller. There's so many good lines that people remember from that film. Uh, the acting is great. I mean, it's just Broadway. Alan is- Ruck as Cameron is Cameron is actually all of us. None of us are Ferris. We're all. I think pretty and Cameron much too. To Cameron, Cameron tries to, to kill himself. He yes. tries to drown himself. Tries to drown himself. Like, it deals with some subjects there, you know what I mean? And and the stealing of the Ferrari, which you love, Pete. It's like... Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny scene so It's great. But just, you know... You ever try to do the timeline of Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Everything he does in that day would never work. No, it no. doesn't work. The parade. I know it's just... By the way, there's a big blooper in that parade. Freeze frame it. Jennifer Grey is in that parade because she went to hang out that day. Watch. Oh, really? And the camera's caught. It's, it's a great school film about, you know, playing hooky and, you know, Ferris Bueller's a... Uh, a classic character that that I think a lot of I people. Agree. Would, Do you I know, think it'll play good today too for kids. I think if it Kevin, does, if, it still if does. Kids watch it. Like I think people would like it. So, see, I'm the minority. I give that a C. I'm not a big fan. Wow. Of Do Bills you know Bills. his vest that he wears in the whole movie just sold in an auction for 143,000 dollars? Wow. Yeah, yeah, C for me. Not no. I give not the biggest fan. B plus. No A minus. Yeah. Wow. A minus. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, a lot of it's off nostalgic memory, but yes. yeah. it, it's it Rod- Roderick's great in it. I, I like think they're, all, I think they're all very good. I think Not, they're all good. You know, Mia Sarah's kind of flattened one a little bit. I mean, but that's her part. I can't believe I think Can't Hardly Wait is a better movie than Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 Kenny Fisher is better right. than Ferris. Ferris. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who would you rather have on your side in school, Ferris or Kenny Fisher? Kenny Fisher. No way. Oof. Ferris oh, was very popular, but Kenny was Kenny was uh, Kenny yeah. make you laugh all day. Yeah, you can hang out with Ferris, Kenny all Ferris day. Ferris might get you in trouble. Kenny make you laugh. Ferris can also get you out of summer school. Kenny Fisher can't. He Fer- could. Ferris, you'd be in summer school with Kenny Fisher. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. My last movie is Grease. You fake laughing bastards. I know you guys love Grease. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Look, it takes place at Rydell High. No, I'm not saying it's not. A, I'm not hey, saying it's we bad. Say it we just a, laugh because we know movie. you've seen this movie about four thousand and twenty-seven times. No, his apartment scene. No bullshit. Lighting. My sister and I saw the movie in the theaters eighteen times. No, eighteen. No, times. Peter. Yes, eighteen and, times. And the guy still hasn't seen Game of Thrones. Oh my god! And I still haven't seen Game of Thrones. And he probably watched Grease over it, right? Yeah. Now. Oh, absolutely. Would I watch? Yeah, probably. Yeah. No. Oh my god! What do you? What do you like? 
What do you love about this movie so the much? The soundtrack. He thinks he's John Travolta. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. You no, John no I don't think I'm John Travolta. You've had dreams about it. Of being but, Danny Zuko? Probably. No. You saw the movie 18 times. Because that was the thing to do when you were a little See Grease? 18 times? The thing to do was to see Grease 18 times. Because you love the songs, and you go and you sing, and you're watching, and... Oh, no, and, and sleeping. That's what I'd be doing. Nah, not when you're that age. Are you kidding me? There's like, f- and also, my mother forced me to take her back a few times. I kind of was having enough, but she forced me to take her back a few times. Yeah, yeah, the best 16. song in the whole movie is hopelessly devoted to you. It's a good song. It's the best song. And so why they, cha- they changed the character of Sandy to Australian? Because in the original film, Sandy lived in New York. In the Broadway show, rather, Sandy lived in New York. And she was out to California for the summer. I know you're giving but, us facts, but yeah. I don't know why. Well, why is this such a good high school because movie? Because it's, it's... I don't need to know the casting calls it's a, of Living in Joe. It's a slice of life from the 50s. It was the 60s. No, it wasn't. I think it was. No, it was Early the 60s. 60s. They sang and danced in school in the 50s? No, it's just a slice of life of the 50s. It's sweet. It's got a lot of great music. It's fun. Dum, dum, Travolta's dum. terrific. Olivia Newton-John, beautiful. Come on, uh, Olivia Newton-John. And it's got it's got the standout numbers. You got Summer Nights, Sandy. Oh, Sandy, you're was, the one that I want. Greased Lightning. It's definitely the a, prom scene. Is it's uh, definitely born a classic, hand jive. Classic <laughs> film, definitely classic <laughs> musical. It's been on Broadway, right? Right. There was a Grease too. Which is garbage. With Michelle Pfeiffer and yeah, Cool Rider. Dude. What a great song! And um, they do a whole song called Reproduction. Adrian Zemet, isn't it? Adrian, Adrian Zemet is in it. <laughs> I'm going with Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy from um, Maxwell Caulfield. No, uh, the, does it happen at Redell? Is it the same it's thing? Right it's right year after. It's supposed to be the year after. Wow, at the end, because Frenchie got left back, right? No, she. Oh, that's right. Some reason Frenchie's left. I don't back. know how I know that. And uh, Eugene is there because it was on HBO every day. And um, Shooter McGavin's in it. That's right. Shooter McGavin's <laughs> one of the T Birds. <laughs> uh, you know, I can never get into Greece. I don't, why? Even as a, I don't know. There was something. I don't like musicals. Don't, don't, I don't like when I'm watching a movie and all of a sudden, it's a great band. It never failed. Beauty School Dropout came on, and that was the time I went to go to the bathroom and go get some popcorn. Frankie, oh, Frankie Valley, right? Frankie Avalon. Frankie Avalon. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm not going to give Grease an A plus, but I am going to give Grease. You have to give an A plus. You saw it 18 times. No, but that was when I was. I'm going to give it a B plus. Wow. I'm shocked. I am shocked. I thought you would definitely give it a solid A. No. B plus. Are you just saying that because me and Kevin are like... Yeah, no, because... Because, see, I think... Beauty School Dropout and Stocker Channing looking now like she's 40. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, she's like her mom. I think I got to agree with it. B plus. Because of of those things. I do think Beauty School Dropout is an awful song. I think the scene is weird. Weird. I don't like Stocker Channing's song. Was she singing? Was yeah. she? There were worse things I could do in looking yeah. at Sam. Yeah, Sam. Not, yeah, not a fan. I think the, the three. Pro- the prom scene is great. The I whole think, the whole American bandstand prom scene. I think the well, three. Is there an amusement park thing? Oh, God. That's, yeah. yeah, there's a. that's the graduation, the party, graduation. I'm going to give it a C. Plus. You're not a fan of Greece. That's no, I no. C plus is a strong. It's, that's a good I, grade. I understand what it is, and I'm not. I'm not saying it's a horrible movie. It's just not my cup of tea that much. But C how plus much is that movie gross? Grade? When it came oh, out, was it big? T- yeah, it, it, 
Jesus, this Pete's might be Pete's favorite movie. I gotta, I gotta have IMDb ready. Well, I think Pete's uh, favorite movie is Grease. It is not. He saw it 18. It's probably the movie that he's seen the, the most, most in the theater. theater yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Unfortunately, yeah, it is. If wow. you see a movie that much, you have to dream about it at some point. Yes, and that's because it almost right? becomes All part right. of you. Grease grossed back in 1978 $189 million. Wow, that's and big that's big what numbers. You're talking about close to what? That would be, what, $700 million today? That's big numbers. That's big. I, I'd have to go back and look at adjusted you know dollars. I might have to give it a B now. Just because of that? Just because and of that. And Grease also is kind of like a cultural... That's why I kind of agree with Pete on it. It's like a cultural yes. movie. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's done a lot for American film, and audience loved it. You know, just a good... Good movie, solid. Yeah. But there was some, and it only cost six million dollars to make it. Wow, wow. And how much? Who owns the rights? Like when the play came out, like cause wasn't there a play that was on? Yeah, it was, play. Play. It was on Broadway, and then Robert Stigwood, who produced that Saturday Night Fever, would that thing just keeps yeah. giving? Yeah, Grease would have been at seven hundred million today. Damn, I was as I said, seven hundred five million wow. adjusted gross adjusted money more. It made an adjusted money more than the Avengers. Wow. Yeah, international and the international. Wow, holy crap! Good for yeah. Greece. Good for Greece. Yeah, wow. they probably didn't get they probably didn't get percentages back then. It was probably <laughs> the most successful movie off of this list that we said today. And yeah, and of financially that, of that seven hundred million, how much was yours? Oh, tickets were only. <laughs> tickets were only a, I'm just kidding. Tickets were only a buck fifty at the time on the matinees. Wow, that's not bad. Yeah. Oh, we didn't, quickly we forgot to mention three football movies. Varsity Blues, yeah. yeah. Friday Night Lights, Friday Night, Lights all the right moves, all the right moves. Yeah, those are yeah. three high school football movies. We just thought that the they were all in the same there. category. Same category. I, mean, I, would yeah. say I mean, all the right moves. You oh. got Cruz and Leah Thompson. Yep. I would say, and um, um, what what pen was in all the right moves? Sean Penn's brother was in Chris, um, Chris, Chris, Penn. Penn. Chris Penn. Chris Penn. Chris Penn. I th- and for me, I think Varsity. all three Varsity. solid Varsity. B's. Yeah, Varsity. I agree. Varsity Blues. You got Paul Walker, Beak and Walker. Yeah. And yeah. Vanderbeek is running high and, on Dawson's and Creek. I, I'm, I'm doing this just to just to give you the big finger. Varsity, every, every var- one of them would be. I agree. Varsity Blues, the B for the whipped cream bikini, because you said I was going to mention the whipped. Yeah, because you always mention you yeah. got. You, that's why it's okay. Yeah. The audience knows that right now. The audience knows that's where your mind wanders. It's, it's actually not a very good movie, Varsity Blues, because they the the they kind of treat the coach like a dick at the end of the movie. Well, because Bud Kilmer was a dick. Yeah, he almost killed the big kid. Yeah, the concussed kid. Yeah. Uh, all the I like all the right moves better than I like varsity. Blues. I think, but they're all, yeah. all to me. Uh, Friday Night Lights. They're all kind of the same vein. Thing. Like a movie. I, I think I think B minus on varsity. Uh, B B plus yeah. on Friday Night Lights because I think it's a bit more realistic. And B on all the right moves. Okay, mm-hmm. I think all B's for me. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Wouldn't love them. Love, love them. That's but a good movie. This episode. Yep. So we'd like to thank you all for listening uh, to our episode about schools dazed and confused. We got to give a shout out here also to like us, love us if you do on Apple. Give and, us five star reviews. And any questions, let them rip. Any questions, email us over at Gremlins at gmail.com. Suggestions for shows, we're welcome to it. All right. I'm Sean. I'm Pete. And I'm Kevin. And remember, everybody, stay Bucky. <laughs>